Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And today we are moving deeper into mastery when we talk about a self-sustaining career, an encore career, one that comes from our passion, or maybe we just call it a self-employed lifestyle. My guest today is here to assist us in how we really empower ourselves and move forward really as an entrepreneur, not just an entrepreneur, but a sensitive entrepreneur. This is where we really become empowered and as that light worker and way shower, do it no matter what. We find security in the work that we do, and that is our topic at hand. My guest today is Octavia Brooks, who is a sensitive entrepreneur, and she uses shamanic intuition as she works with her clients. Let's welcome Octavia to Quantum Conversations. Hello, Octavia. Hi, Lauren. What a wonderful introduction. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm glad to be here. We are glad to have you as well. When we talk new earth and new earth creations, this is one of my favorite topics because as we look at the world outside of ourselves, we can get frustrated and empaths or highly sensitive people can actually be overwhelmed by this. However, this is the most important time of our lives because it is really a call for each of us to step up and share the inner wisdom that we have through the guidance that we are receiving. So that's an interesting topic, isn't it? Here we are ready to work and go forward and bring our service into the world, yet as this chaos is going on, there is an, a unique um empathic feeling vibe that we can pick up that can overwhelm us so let's first talk about what it is and what it means to be highly sensitive because i think that's many many of us oh i'd love to 
I remember when Elaine Aaron's book first came out, The Highly Sensitive Person, and my mom just had to rush me a copy because she's like, this explains so much. And that was her first book. She's done more research now, and now it's a full-on movement. Highly sensitive people, what she's discovered is we have a totally different nervous system. And the way I like to tell it, and it's about 20% of mammalian species. And the way I like to describe it is if you could think of a, a pack of antelopes, and there's like, there's always twitchy. And the whole rest of the pack is watching twitchy to see if twitchy is sensing a lion ar around. And mm -hmm. if twitchy smells something and starts bolting, the whole rest of the pack bolts too to save their life. So they follow Twitchy because Twitchy has that sixth sense and is able to like read more information from the environment in order to save themselves in this case, the herd of the herd of antelopes. So in in historical times, the sensitives were the priestly caste or the advisor caste to the warriors, to the kings who would go out in the world and do conquer things and do big things while the, the advisors would stay back and strategize and work the politics and understand how all of the social interactions came together and what would be to the best interest of the kingdom. So in fast forward to today's times, We've, we have such an incredibly different society now, and I believe that the sensitives of our world are, that we sensitives have incredible gifts to offer in this particular moment. There is a level of complexity in the problems of our world today that requires a different type of thinking. And because sensitives can take in so much more information and synthesize it. Our brains work differently. And, and I'll come back to that in just a minute. We are capable of coming up with some extremely innovative solutions. And there are some other aspects to our sensitivity, but I'm speaking directly now to the talents we have. And a lot of us are aware of this. And we recognize that our sensitivity, while yes, we need to rest a little bit more, but we have an, a keen sense of understanding. We're, we're taking in so much more environmental information, just like Twitchy and Antelope Pack. We sense uh, the air temperature. We sense the lighting. We're all, always taking in more physical stimulation and information from our environment. And doing that for a lifetime encodes the way your brain works, encodes the way your mind works so that you can synthesize more information. Does that answer your question about a little bit? It goes into a little bit about what sensitives are like and how you can identify yourself. Yes, I love that. And and the incredible solutions that we can offer. And this is why we say so much, uh, you know, even even as way showers, in our own families and friends, yeah. we we try not to get caught up in politics because that word solution is always the um, focus. 
And so it's important for everyone to keep the focus on creating solutions. And so yes. those unique solutions that we have, because we're, we're seeing different things, um, you were mentioning earlier that the brains are different. Um, yeah. it, it requires a different level of, of thinking. And so when you have a highly sensitive person, our nervous system is totally different. So how can one identify if they themselves are a highly sensitive person? Okay. So there is, there is a little bit of a spectrum. However, I think if you ask yourself the question, do I love to be in environments that are extremely physically challenging, like like there is so much going on in that environment? I, I'm going to speak briefly. When Elaine Aaron progressed her research, she did find that there are sensitive people. There are people that don't have this, this kind of sensitive nervous system, but there are people who she calls them stimulation seekers. And if you think of it as a quadrant, there are sensitive folks who really don't want a lot of stimulation. They really like to keep things very, very simple. Uh, I think of those folks are being very introverted, prefer home-based activities, crafts, very quiet things, artwork maybe at the home. On the total opposite end of the spectrum, you've got the skydiver, bungee, bungee dumper, uh, they are looking for, they have to go to extremes to feel like their nervous system is getting enough, like, excitement. They have to go yeah. to the total opposite. So that would be a non-HS, or excuse me, an HSP, non-HSP stimulation seeker would be like, you know, throw me out of a plane and I'm going to, you know, enjoy that thrill. Most of us, if that scenario makes you cringe chances are you're a sensitive person and i and i mentioned some other markers as well you are highly aware of environmental conditions like when i go into a restaurant the minute i walk in the door i am keenly aware of the acoustics in the room whether mm -hmm. i'll be able to hear the person across the table from me I smell all the smells, good, bad, ugly, all the smells, I smell them all. I'm keenly aware of the air temperature. I'm keenly aware of the lighting in that room. And, and I can also tell you immediately, okay, if the temperature was like this, it would feel perfect to me. If the lighting was like this, it would be perfect. I'm, my mind just automatically goes to the adjustments that I think would be, uh, calmer and more peaceful and more conducive to an intimate connection with the person I'm there at the restaurant with. Mm -hmm. Am I, and I'm keenly aware of flavors and tastes. I, I'm a foodie. I can tell whether there's too much lemon or too much salt in the food uh, and all of that. I'm, I like a lot of different kinds of textures. So I'm, I'm using myself as an example but this is really in the sensory realm, and I think a lot of us are very empathic in the energetic realms as well. And I, I know that the, your community would like to would like to go into that. Is this a good time for us to chat about that aspect of sensitivity? 
Yes, it's good because some may not even be aware. They just can pick up on walking into a restaurant, for example, and just knowing maybe they don't want to be there. They they haven't categorized it the way you've done it, right, by, mm-hmm. by looking at all the finer details. So could we say as well that maybe even going into crowds or stadiums, it's just not it's not desirable that that is because of sensitivity? I Well, okay, so that's why I mentioned this quadrant because I found that I'm actually, I am a sensitive, but I like stimulation. Okay. So when I mentioned that there are some people that really like a very quiet home life, I'm one of these very strange, sensitive people who likes to go to a nightclub and go out dancing. I find that the stimulation level is like I have a good time with that and then I get to a certain point where I am maxed out and usually I get about a five or ten minute warning like oh I'm getting close I'm getting close and Mm -hmm. then I have to go de-stimulate somewhere whether that's walking around the block where I have to go someplace quiet or go home because my nervous system is at capacity uh-huh. And and that's why I wanted to differentiate between the stimulation seekers and the non. When I when I first read Elaine Aaron's book, I I saw a lot of myself, but I didn't see everything because she is is a very introverted person, and I'm right on that. Like I test out fifty fifty, so I have that a unique converse, you know, combination of introvert, extrovert, and I might not be speaking to everyone here. I think the majority of sensitives are more introverted, and I, and I don't really know what the research is about how many sensitives are stimulation seekers versus non-stimulation seekers. All of this is a way of understanding yourself and thinking, actually having a little bit more self-respect and enjoying these extra abilities as talents and seeing in, in a positive light. Because you can imagine that what if you're the only sensitive person in your entire family? How, uh, you know, you maybe you got teased all the time. Maybe you got told that there's something inadequate about you because of your sensitivity. Now, because of this movement out there, we can understand ourselves and accept ourselves and love ourselves so much more, so much better, and and then give ourselves the gifts that, of meeting our needs, finding the way to understand what our needs are and making sure we're meeting those needs. And this is a form of, of self-love that's very important. So I, I'm really grateful for this movement. And and I, I didn't really get back into the intuition topic, and I really, I'd like to get back around to that, yeah. but back to you for a sec. <laughs> no, thank you for sharing on that. And so, yeah, um, we were talking about the empath. So, yeah, let's continue on there. That's very interesting. So I think there's this, um, a spectrum. Okay, so let's start with the fact that we're taking in a huge amount of environmental clues. And we're processing a lot on the subconscious level, and some of that information comes into our conscious awareness. Intuition is a combination of this ability to take in a lot more information, as well as that sixth sense, 
our ability to read energy, our intuition, our spiritual gifts. A lot of sensitive people have these amazing spiritual gifts as well. And and so we have that that spectrum of somebody sitting in front of us or we're walking into a restaurant and we can tell whether the energy is clean in that restaurant or somebody's sitting in front of us and we can tell what kind of mood they're in and what kind of impact that might have on us. And and so we are very intuitive and empathic and empathy is is a talent and then there's a boundary with that. Sometimes we're empathic in the energetic sponge kind of way and a lot of sensitives are like they pick up energy and take it in and take it personally and and then then it's really hard for us to understand ourselves and our own needs because now we're confused whether that's our emotion or someone else's emotion. Mm-hmm. Energy and emotion kind of have this bleed through way. And that's why I love to teach sensitives about energy management, energy balance, energy awareness, because it helps us to find our center, to feel comfortable in our own skin. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're going to actually play around with a little bit of that energy management in today's episode. You're going to lead us in a guided visualization. And isn't it interesting, as I say that, there's a thunder crack right outside my window. And it really is, I mean, that's symbolic because it's it's called the eye of the storm. And this is really where our power is. So... Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, how we use these various skills as business owners, as new earth creators. Well, great. And so a lot of us sensitives, because I've mentioned, you know, we have all this environmental information coming into us. We have these very sensitive nervous systems. We're very sensitive to stress and anxiety in combination with the fact that we have, we become aware that we have these extra talents at some point in time in our, in our careers. And, and so that leads us towards a self-employment track because maybe it's really a lot for us to work 40 hours a week or to get up every single morning and have a regular schedule. Maybe our nervous system doesn't want to get up at seven o'clock in the morning and be to work by eight thirty. So we've got to, manage that and we go in a self-employment direction as as self-employed sensitive entrepreneurs all of those talents i mentioned earlier really come into play we are excellent teachers and communicators we are amazing at servicing clients and anticipating the needs of clients and uh, seeing the potential in clients. We make amazing coaches and teachers and guides for clients. So, uh, and, and our clients might not be as sensitive as we are. They might be, might be non HSPs, for example, and they marvel at our insights. They marvel at our perceptions and our, and our awakened intuition. We put all this information together and we better record those sessions. Because our clients mm-hmm. are going to have 
so much information coming at them that they're going to need to replay what we're saying to them. And so I think that's that's our gifts as as entrepreneurs. And and I think more of our gifts can be developed to hone our business skills in in way that a lot of what I wanted to talk about today is this the challenges that sensitives have in their businesses. But let's stay focused on the positive side. This is how we serve clients and we can also provide really meaningful content in our writings and our if we have the opportunity to do video and our audios, we can provide really meaningful content for people to learn from. And so we, we make these great contributions to the world. And and I think we can also train our intuitive skills to look at the energy flows in our business. And this is a little bit advanced, but we can. We can train into that and look for where the energy is dropping out in our business. And and I want to come back to that a little bit later when we talk mm-hmm. about how we as sensitive entrepreneurs can define our success as a as a sensitive entrepreneur, as a self employed person. Yes, I mean, that's a good topic right there, how our energy flows and our business. And so let's talk about it right there, because what do you do when you read the energy flow? It's so easy. You know, here we are when we're talking about new earth creations. It is absolutely heart centered. We're in the heart where we come from integrity. We do it more as service. And so um that is a, an interesting mindset to be aware of where we try to force our ego mind on business. What do you do when the head gets in the way? How do you stay in the heart-centered space? Mm-hmm. Great question. Uh, well, I am a big fan, a big fan of daily practices and energy management all day long, to stay calm, to stay centered, to stay in our hearts, and to pour the love out in the world. And that's uh, that's us being light workers. That's the sensitive, the HSP, the entrepreneur as a light worker, bringing our light into the world. And we have to stay strong in order to do that. And given that our energy we need to we need to go internal we need to go quiet we need to have contemplative time in order to rejuvenate ourselves and because of that we we need to be pretty diligent about how we're spending our time and energy in our business and and so this is where i kind of go into let's define success in all the ways that matter we've got to manage our needs as sensitives as well as the needs of our business. We need to ask ourselves certain questions like how successful do I want to be? What is does success mean I'm making a certain dollar amount or does or does success mean anything but going back into a corporate world? How do we define success? And and then am I uh, wanting to be wildly successful with hundreds of thousands of fans and hundreds of thousands of dollars in my bank account? And how can I create that type of success as a sensitive person and balancing my needs for sensitivity? What if 
I only want to work 10, 15, 20 hours a week because I love to study and to contemplate and to nurture my creative side while I'm creating this kind of successful business. So I think first we need to start with a really clear vision of what success means to us. And then, and that's in our hearts. That and one of the audios in the, in the offer, and I know we're not there yet, but this it helps us to use our imagination to really get clear about what our life looks like when all of the needs are balanced. And then we put that in our hearts, and that's what we're radiating out into the world. That's the vibration that we carry. That's our self-definition. We talk to ourselves from that state, from that from that, uh, we use our minds in a very particular way. Once we have our vision, once we have our self-definition of success, that's how we can carry forth out into the world and hitch our heart energy and hitch our life force energy to that vision and make that happen. And, and then it becomes really easy to have discernment about what's in alignment with that vision and what's not. Because I'll tell you, as entrepreneurs, we are some of the most innovative and creative people on the face of the planet. And we started out the talk talking about all the solutions that, that come to mind for us every single day. We are idea people. And as sensitives, we might even have more ideas and more important ideas to contribute to the world. That means that we can easily be taken off center from some of the most important steps to take on the ground, feeling grounded in order to build our business, to build our community, to grow our influence in a really sensible way. Because it's so normal to chase after shiny objects. <laughs> Even as sensitives, we get, oh my gosh, I have a new book idea. Oh my gosh, I have a new you know, class I want to create. And we do need to still finish the last class and we do need to make sure that money's coming in the door. And, and so that's why I start with let's create a vision of success and, and then measure things against that and make sure that we're taking all the sensible steps to create the kind of life that balances our needs as sensitives with our talents in the world. Mm-hmm. And the imagination there, make sure that we dream big enough, but also take some steps. I like to say one foot at a time, right? Mm -hmm. uh, yes. And and not overdo it because that could be an overwhelming feeling and then nothing gets done, right? Yes, so, mm -hmm. yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I think overwhelm is, well, let's start with, the personal level of overwhelm before we even get into the business level. When I mentioned that I, I'm in the nightclub, I'm having a really good time, and then I can feel my threshold of my nervous system starting to get to that point where I've got to go someplace quiet and calm my nervous system down. Okay, so that's that's a physical nervous system type of overwhelm. Then we talk about or if we are emotionally, if we're paying attention to things that are going on in the world right now, it's really challenging not to have an emotional reaction to 
what's happening on our planet right now, what's, you know, whatever part of the political spectrum you're on, you're going to have your thoughts and feelings and reactions. And as sensitive people, we feel really deeply and profoundly. And when we allow ourselves to think about certain topics, our whole entire nervous system gets engaged and involved in all of our emotional response to that topic Mm. that we're thinking about. So our emotions are hitched to our thought train and the thought train can run away with us and, and get us into a nervous system state where we're incapacitated or uh, so that's on the personal side. And just because we're built that way, we have to create a resiliency toolkit and I know I've had to develop a resiliency toolkit that's greater than certain maybe non-HSPs have to do because I'm processing a reaction or a response on many more levels than a non-HSP might be doing. And some people are able, and, and that's why it's really important not to compare apples to apples. Uh, am I resilient as a sensitive person? Do I have a resiliency toolkit as a sensitive person and don't look at the toolkit of a non-sensitive person? They are built totally differently. They process totally differently. It's it's really not fair to ourselves to compare to people that aren't as sensitive as us. So that's on the personal side. And that's a day-to-day reality. And as we come into contact with it, we can choose what we're thinking and what we're hitching our emotional nervous system response to. What thoughts are we thinking? Are we thinking positive, uplifting thoughts that are rejuvenating and energizing as we go in to do business tasks? So that's, that's part of where the daily practices really come in. And, and then on the business side, there are there's a lot of learning curves to being self-employed. Mm-hmm. Compared to working for someone else, we have to be self-starters. We're wearing so many different hats. We're usually, nobody's good at everything. So you're good at a bunch of hats and the other hats are really challenging. So then mm-hmm. when you experience resistance to doing certain aspects of your business, as sensitive, your resistance might have a whole lot more levels to it than somebody who's not sensitive. For example, um, I recently came into contact with a man who does an entrepreneur's radio show, uh, Barry Munoz, I think his name is, and he teaches resiliency, which is just kind of like man up, turn on a dime, don't think about it, think about the next thing, you know, and overcome failure really quickly. I I don't think that advice, I think that's hard on us sensitives. I think there's a grain of truth to it. And I think we need to build a resiliency toolkit because failures, uh, or let's just call them learnings and lessons uh, of situa- from situations that didn't go exactly how we most would like them to go, uh, we have to process a little bit more on those things and and really work it through more levels. And it might not be an hour. It might take us 
years to develop a toolkit of resiliency where we can turn around our whole emotions and nervous system and thought process, you know, even inside a day, 24-hour period. That's really, really resilient for a sensitive person. So you, it's easy to get overwhelmed in business because there are so many hats to wear. There's so many different types. Uh, there's so many learning curves. There's so many areas to go in. There's so many shiny objects. It's very classic to get overwhelmed, especially as an entrepreneur in business. Mm-hmm. And let alone to mention belief systems that have to be cleared out of the way. Wow. Right. Um, Belief systems like, you know, if you're if we're if you're sensitive and you do need to step out of um, right groups or you need to go and spend time in nature and you need to take these tools and take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. um, If there's belief systems that are ingrained, like you have to get up and work from nine to five, you have to sit at your desk if you're not working or doing something to quote earn money then you're wasting time that's a big belief system i call it bs (laughs) that is some bs that really is yeah (laughs) and we have a lot of them and and some of them around money oh Mm -hmm. god they're insidious they're in our subconscious where we can't get at them and we don't even know why we're feeling resistant or tired or and man, it's really challenging to sort out that that BS from the reality of our needs as sensitives. It's another level of this overwhelm. It's it's huge. Very challenging. Very very challenging. Mm-hmm. But getting together, using daily practices, and creating your your spiritual tools and ways to balance the energy is really the key. So um, you've got a beautiful process that you're going to mm-hmm. share with us today, and it's it's a tool that we can all add to our our personal kits here. Yeah, and I love the way you call it. It's called Eye of the Storm, um, and this is a tool to to really um, just come back into ourselves and to 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 gather all of our senses from out there back into in here. And this is a an energy balancing tool, right? It's it's anything yeah. that we can do for our energy. So before we get to that process, talk a little bit about um, ways we can understand our energy and where it's leaking. Oh, great! Oh, thank you so much for asking. It all comes with self awareness, and one of the uh, classes I teach, I love. It's it's a classic energy balancing class where you connect to the center of the earth and you connect to the center of the universe. And we're going to do that here in just a minute. And when you are able to clear out everybody else's energy and really just connect with yourself and just say, this is who I am and have the sermon about this is who I'm not. Once you once you really have a handle on, is this my energy? Is this not my energy? And and I think that takes a little while to discern. However, this, this practice that I have is, it makes it a lot quicker for you to develop that discernment and gives you tools to release other people's energy. 
once you have that discernment, then you almost start to feel, uh, well, there are some classic, very classic ways in which energy becomes unbalanced. Usually it has to do with other people or, or ourselves ever giving. With this idea of staying in our center, then you can tell when you are being moved out of your center. I'm going to say that again because it's really, really important. When you're clear on where your center is in the midline along your, the, your torso, along your spine, when you're in your center, then it's really clear when you're being pulled forward towards somebody who might want to be taking some of your energy and you'll feel pulled forward and you're like, why am I feeling pulled forward to it? Oh my goodness. They are hooking into me and attempting to pull out, pull through my energy. Or you might feel like moved backwards out of your center. And, and that one's usually pretty easy to, to identify because that's usually when somebody's really like overwhelming and overpowering. They might be angry. They might be, you know, that finger in your face kind of person. So those are pretty, pretty obvious. It all comes from the center. When we can cultivate, there's so much to cultivate in our center uh, from an energetic perspective and in our hearts. I love that you're connected with your heart so, so beautifully, Lauren. When we're connected with our hearts in our center, we can send our love from our from our heart to those parts of us that are not feeling as strong. We have an infinity, an infinite a resource there in our hearts when we connect to our soul level and we're able to send that energy into the parts of us that are healing, that are still waking up, and and that brings us an incredible set of gifts and benefits as all of us come present into wholeness and health right here in the present moment. That's all part of center. It's all part of center. Cultivating that peacefulness in the eye of the storm gives you the ability to respond instead of reacting. Because when the person's sticking their finger in your face, it's pretty hard not to react, right? But if I guarantee you that if you stay planted firm and hold your ground and connect with your inner power, you're going to overpower that person. They're going to they're gonna identify that they can't bully you. They're going to identify that you're not going to be moved by, by their overwhelming, you know, anger or whatever. And, and you'll put them in their place just by showing up as a person who's grounded in their power and connected to their power. As far as overwhelm, that central, peaceful place inside you, connected with your heart, gives you a place to make decisions from. And I like this visualization of all of the different aspects of our life just spinning around us because it actually really feels like that sometimes we're resistant to seeing it that way emotionally we are feeling that emotionally we're just feeling like oh my god my head is spinning my whole world is spinning 
you know, the car needs this, the house needs this, the family needs this, the business needs this, I need this. And, and it's so challenging to know what's the next best step I need to take with all of this going on. And the answer is to go into the eye of the storm. The answer is to be in your center and seek the answers from that place of stillness, that still point where there's deep rejuvenation and deep wisdom. Mm-hmm. And just as you were speaking and describing that, I just felt pulled to close my eyes and really feel that center, to feel that core, and you can feel a sense of strength with it. And if we can do that, you know, sometimes it might be odd to close our eyes <laughs> if you're dealing with someone in front of you who is kind of heated mm-hmm. but if you are able to do that that can bring in a lot of peace into the situation like you were just describing yeah. so this is a powerful tool let's go ahead and experience your visualization for that oh here we go yay okay. all right so i'd like to ask everyone who's listening here to Take some nice, big, full breaths. Fill your lungs from the top to the bottom. And we've been talking about our hearts enough that you might already be connected in your hearts, but go ahead and take a big, deep breath into your heart space now. Activate your heart. Let's connect in with our hearts and I'm going to bring us into a safe and sacred container. I'm going to bring a sacred space here around us, knowing that we're in a quantum field of timelessness. It doesn't matter whether you're here listening live or you're listening to a replay five years from now. That's okay. We are all here right now. I'm calling in the safe and sacred container that I call the temple without boundaries and bringing all of us here together in unity, time and space. And asking her to bring all of her resources from all sacred people, places and things from throughout all time, space and dimension. And you have your own energy bubble around you, your auric field, your field of being. You don't have to get like really scientific about exactly how big that is. But for today, begin to see the symbology in the perimeter of your field of being of all the different aspects of your life. And you can start with your personal life. Whether your body has any particular needs right now, if you're hungry or your nervous system feels a little, you know, low on energy or a little bit hyper, you can acknowledge that and create a, a symbol. Again, you don't need to use your mind. Just 
chuck a symbol out there in, in your auric field, your field of being, which goes all the way around you. And maybe think about your family, the pets, and start thinking about your personal life, different things in your personal life that need to get taken care of. Maybe it's conversations you've had. And just keep adding symbology around you in your field of being. Thinking about what needs to happen around the house, whether your kitchen is full of groceries or not. All these mundane things that all take up a little piece of your mind share. Whether there's whether you have the right environment to come home to. All right. Now begin to see some movement in these symbols. They can begin kind of floating around, moving around you. People, places, and things in your field of being. And now begin to take out some of the activities from your business side. Maybe there's decisions you need to make. Maybe there are some blog posts or emails you need to write. Maybe there's something you need to do with your website, new pages or reorganized pages. Maybe you need to hook up some technology like making sure you've got a way for people to sign up for your email list. Keep adding symbols around you, starting to see them floating around in your field of being, and keep adding everything related to your business. Maybe you have some money questions. Add that there. Do you have your financial reports in place? Think about the different hats you wear in your business. Is there something for your marketing hat that needs to get done? Are there classes that you've thought about teaching? Classes that maybe you've already developed and you're waiting for them to sell? Maybe there's partnerships on the horizon. Maybe your community is getting to a certain point where you need to start delegating and you're thinking about hiring somebody and and you have some concerns, or maybe that feels like an open door to you, just keep adding the symbols of all these aspects of your business. Questions about strategy, questions about whether you should hire a coach or take a training class or join a group program. Continue to add Maybe you've been invited to travel and you think it's a good opportunity, but maybe you don't like traveling that much. You're not sure if you're going to be supported. And as all of these different things move around you, and you can now you can feel your field of being is starting to feel quite full with all these different symbols. And this is an externalization of all the things that are really going on in your mind at all all times in your life. These are all the things that you're juggling in your life on a regular basis. How capable you are. Look at all that, all those things you're juggling. And allow these things to continue to move, and maybe they move a little faster. 
And maybe there's a few more things that you need to add, like food sensitivities or health issues or other things that are special that add to your sensitive needs. And now there's some movement where all of this is moving around and it starts to flow in a clockwise fashion, kind of like a cyclone. It begins to move around faster and faster around you. And you feel caught up in that movement because there's so much going on. How could you possibly process all of that? Oh, my goodness. Allow yourself to feel moved around by the storm and concerns and anxieties and your nervous system feeling a little bit stressed out. So it's okay for the minute. We're going to, we're going to calm that down in a minute, but go ahead now and connect with the reality of some of the challenges that you have in your life on a regular basis. And you might feel the winds of this storm blowing you around a little bit. Oh my goodness. It feels really quite overwhelming at times. Oh my goodness. So say hello to that overwhelm. Recognize that this happens sometimes. And continue to take some deep breaths, acknowledging that that storm is out there. And as you take deep breaths, you're communicating to your nervous system that I'm safe. I'm safe. I'm safe. I'm going to get through this. I'm safe. And you begin to calm your body with these really deep, important breaths. Calm your nervous system. And now I want you to imagine beneath your feet or beneath the chair you're sitting in or the bed you're laying on that you can drop down a root, a tree root. A lot of you are familiar with grounding. Go ahead and imagine that there's a part of your body that can extend downward and start connecting into the earth. And there's a handshake happening from the earth who loves to call her children home. So for anyone that might feel a little grounding challenged, especially thinking of all these anxiety-producing things in your life right now, just know that the earth is here to receive you. and She is pulling you home now. And notice that you have some additional stability already with this one point of stability. And we are going to add six more points of stability. Go ahead and call that earth energy up right into your heart space. And next, imagine that out of the top of your head, a part of your awareness, a part of your consciousness, It could even be a part of your soul can extend upward and automatically connect into the center of the universe. 
And just like Mother Earth, the consciousness of the universe receives you, does a handshake and pulls your consciousness connection home right into the heart of the universe. And now you have another point of stability. And go ahead and bring that universal energy down through your crown chakra at the top of your head, through the center of your head, down through your throat, and connect that universal energy right there next to the earth energy into your heart space. And now you've got two points of stability and you still got a storm swirling around you, but it's noticing that in your center, there's, a, there's starting to be a calm developing. Now I want you to think about where the earth, where the sun rises. Where does the sun rise relative to where you are right now? That's the direction of east. And I want you to say hello to east right now. Send some love in that direction and connect with the element of air in the east and feel that breath of fresh air flow back to you and connect into your heart. And these Guides, guardians, allies, ancestors, angels, archangels, professors, and protectors of East and of air have so much to assist you with. And today they're going to help you anchor yourself, anchor your eye of the storm. And now you've got three points of stability connecting into your center. Now go 45 degrees clockwise. And that's the direction of south. And send your love to the direction of south and connect in with the element of fire. Sending your love to south and fire and feeling that acknowledgement from all of the highest vibrational guides, guardians, allies, ancestors, angels, archangels, professors, and protectors of south and fire. And feel that acknowledgement all of the helper beings from south and fire now connecting into your heart space, stabilizing you now in four different directions. Go another 45 degrees clockwise and send your love to the west. As you send your love to the west, connect in with the element of water. Allow the element of water to respond and flow backwards to you and connecting into your heart as all of the guides, guardians, allies, ancestors, angels, archangels, professors, and protectors of west and of water support you in your stability, support you being the eye of the storm. And now you have five points of stability And the movement around you is starting to slow down quite a bit. And the eye of the storm, the peace in your heart, the peace in your center is starting to get a little bit bigger and a little bit more tangible. 
And you can begin to take a little bit of a deeper breath as you can begin to feel the calm settling in from all of these helpers. And now turn in your mind's eye 45 degrees again clockwise and send your love into the north, connecting in with the element of earth. Connecting in with all of the guides, guardians, allies, ancestors, angels, archangels, professors, and protectors of earth and of north. And feel their help and support flowing back to you now, connecting into your heart with gratefulness and gratitude. They're here to love you and support you. And now you have six points of stability. So take a moment and Look around you at these anchor points that you have in the four directions and connecting in with the four elements and the sacred consciousness of the earth and the sacred consciousness of the sky and the universe, all connecting in to your center and growing that peace and calm as the storm around you, all of those different aspects of your life begins to still almost to no movement at all. And now I want you to look inside and look at the intersecting point where all of these energies are connecting into your heart space. Look very closely at the very exact position of where they're all connecting. And this is the seventh element. This is center, the seventh direction. Here in center is pure potential. Your pure potential, your quantum nature. And take a deep breath as you connect in with your soul self, your soul essence, your quantum nature. Say hello to that part of you. And as you connect into that part of you, everything around you becomes completely still. Drop now into the mastery of your quantum nature. With your breath, teaching your body and your nervous system that everything is safe and calm and with the assistance of all of these sacred divine beings and helper guides feel that spaciousness in your center begin to grow at first maybe it's a tiny little seed maybe it's even the seed of life you see things in geometric patterns, go ahead and imagine and watch and witness your center space, your peace and calm growing and growing. And now it's as big as a softball there in your center and it begins to grow as big as a basketball in your center. 
And continue to enjoy the peace and calm created by your own acknowledgement of your soul-level mastery. And this calm-centeredness begins to get big enough that it encompasses your entire body and it washes over all of those different pieces of your life in your field of being. The last part of this visualization is to imagine that you have a really fancy chair, like a throne, in the middle of your heart space. And that you can sit now upon that throne as a sovereign being commanding your life. With all of these helper beings, you are able to look out over your entire life and suddenly all the priorities and the next steps become really clear and anything that is not a priority falls and drops away. I'm going to count to three for that shift to occur. And at the end of this count, the top priorities are going to be with you and your center, and anything that is not a priority is going to be clear and gone out of your auric field, out of your field of being. One, two, and three. And it is done. You are now the master of your life, seated on your throne, in your center, eye of the storm, in your peace and calm. And so it is. And so it is. Okay. All right, beautiful New Earth creators. That is a powerful visualization for you and I trust that you are feeling empowered and centered with the next steps to take. Wow, thank you so much, Octavia. Oh, my absolute pleasure. Thank you. I really love the support of the directions. That was really uh, very special and I could totally feel that. I could (laughs) totally feel that six-pointed uh, it's like a, a container. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. What a powerful tool. Thank you. Uh, yes. So as those come back, you are welcome to share your experience with us, please. That would be beautiful. And of course, if you have any questions for Octavia, please put them in over our Q&A box and we will get to those. Let's talk about ways that people can work with you because this is a really great offer that you've got. You are you are really a coach in this sense. You are an HSP 
highly sensitive person, entrepreneur, and you can help and move people forward. So share with us the the tools that you've got for our audience today. Well, I have found that us sensitives really love meditation, guided visualizations, that we respond really well to that. And I have found some, you can almost even call them spiritual technologies. And uh, they draw upon a background in shamanism, guided visualizations that are used by indigenous tribes. And then I modified that for a modern audience. And I have found that you're able to drop in to this space that we just achieved. And when you're in that space, like we did today, you can call yourself, your higher self, to do something for you like establish my priorities, make my priorities really clear. And that really helps us cut the wheat from the chaff. How long did that take compared to agonizing over the analysis of what choices to make? (laughs) So um, these spiritual tools can really save us a lot of time while they rejuvenate our nervous system. And, and give us a lot of our energy back to us. So you notice that we connected to the earth and to the universe. That is part of my energy balancing, and I call it for confidence and protection class. There are 10 10-minute 10 audios, and it's meant to be taken one day at a time. But, of course, if you're a really fast learner, you can go ahead all through, through all of them. And it builds a toolkit for balancing your energy. You balance your energy and cultivate this central column of light along your spine and through all of your chakras. And there are a couple other tools there that help you release energy. And and there's actually a tool for sending blessings to people. So I love this kit. And I've had entrepreneurs say that when they are centered like we are right now from the exercise, that they are magnetic. And it's so much easier for them to bring people into their business. Mm-hmm. And especially if they're out in the world meeting people, people really kind of want to know what's going on over there. Like, why do you have that peacefulness? Everybody <laughs> wants more peacefulness. And if you've yeah. got it, they want to learn how to do it from you. So that's one of the one of the exercises and or one of the offerings. I've got Meet Your Inner Moneymaker, which is a way of traveling deep inside ourselves and finding the part of us who may have, it's a collection of all of our belief systems about money. Uh, everything in our subconscious from childhood to now, our, you know, our love and hate with money. And as business owners, we've got to make enough money to make it worthwhile, right? So this is a guided visualization where we make peace with our inner moneymaker. And we, through all of the divine beings who come in that ceremonial audio, a lot like what we did today where I called all the guides and guardians, you heal that part of you and not just heal them, but they do a 180 and they amplify and grow in power. And when you bring that part of yourself back in, and integrate that part of you, 
you come all the way back out of the journey and you have a completely different perspective on money and things get real clear real fast. You know, you'll know what you need to do to tidy up your relationship with money because you'll have an inner guide part of you who has just been forgotten or buried or lost behind all of that baggage is now accessible and it can provide that clarity. And that's important because so many um, healers or people who step out on their own really have an interesting time valuing their work and their offerings. So a tool like this to make peace with the inner moneymaker is really helpful because that's what's going on as we release those belief systems, right? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh, yes. That's that's huge. I actually... Um, studying this, you know, from a lot of different directions, the money thing. And mm-hmm. we we get in our own way. We need to release this clutter and yep. doubling our prices or just even thinking about doubling our prices is a good exercise in and of itself. How to, What comes up for us around that? And uh, so I just want to say something really briefly. I encourage people at the beginning of listening to any of these audios to set an intention because they're flexible and they're meant to be used more than once. It's not, some of them are classes. Most of them are experiences, inner experiences. So if you identify an issue like this one we're talking about where I'm not sure what to charge for my services, take that as an intention into that journey of be the one you uh, of your meet your inner money maker and your higher self and your all the spirit helpers listen to your intention and they will craft and create your experience around that intention in specific so that you can change your inner world to affect your outer world. Mm-hmm. Yes, we know what we know within. I love that higher self connection. It really Mm -hmm. is the most important thing. And so what a beautiful tool there. Okay, wonderful. And I know you've got more too. I just had the input there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, I'll whip through them. One of them is an audio of everything about self-love. And I've learned a lot. We've talked about how sensitives have extra different levels of processing. And I told people more than once that I find self-love to be one of the most complicated topics. Mm-hmm. So there's an audio with what I learned about that and a journey to do to connect with your own ability to love yourself and open your heart in the way we talked about earlier to love yourself or love those hurt parts inside you. And that's all part of the first offer, which I'm offering for $108. And we had a side conversation about why I chose that number instead of $97. <laughs> right. You know, the, psycho, the psychology would say 97. But this is where we're actually turning and empowering money, right? And it goes back to what we were saying. We're using a secret code, not a secret code, but there's an energy behind the 108. Yes. Yeah. Very powerful energy. So 108 is... The classic number of beads on a Hindu mala, that's the number of times you would say your mantra. And it's considered the the number of sacred names of the, the gods and goddesses in the Hindu tradition. And it's it's got the number eight in it, which is 
sacred to many, many, many of the Asian cultures. They associate eights and fours with prosperity. So for me, it's an incredibly important number. And I like that it makes us think, why is it a different number than the classic, you know, 97, 99? Why is it different? And in that moment of questioning, you can become aware that we're so accustomed to the other pricing that we fall asleep for a minute. And just mm -hmm. thinking about this price makes us wake up to money a little bit more. It really is only a few dollars different. And it's energetically incredibly different, especially in that in that awareness in our minds. And the more we can be aware in our minds, the better right now, especially. Yes, and not just a few more dollars different. It's exactly $11 different, right? right. That's an ascension code. And it's, um, right, this is, it's just empowering. It almost... You know, I tip this way when I go out and I'll tip, uh, I won't tip and tally up the numbers to make an even balance like my husband does. We joke about that, <laughs> but I'll do something like leave $11 or 11, 11. Mm. And this is liberating. And I say that because if we're able to just play around and not worry, we're not penny pinching. We're not worried about this dollar here or this dollar there. We're actually contributing it out into a flow right? And so when we um, spend our money in ways that we know are an investment for our soul or that we're helping another person or we're investing in light companies or light businesses, that that is actually an energy field that we are riding on. And I think that's pretty special. It, it is very liberating. Yes. Liberate your mind. Liberate your mind from any habitual thinking patterns that don't serve you. And, you know, $97 makes it seem like it's, you know, less money than, and really a few more dollars can be a sacred number and be a sacred choice for your highest purpose. Mm -hmm. Yes. Beautiful. I love that. Okay. And you've got another option there as well. And that includes a few more items. Yeah, I'll, I'll review that briefly. I, I definitely don't want to keep the, the people with questions holding too long because I think that is so fun and I really want to address that. The, the big part of the second offer is shift your internal world to harmonize success and sensitivity. It's a business soul retrieval. So I mentioned that you can take an intention into any one of these audios and the experience you have will create itself with all of the with your higher self and all the guides and and so this one is whatever is up for you with your business whether you're feeling some type of internal resistance maybe visibility for example is a huge issue would would you be willing to come on a podcast like this would you be willing to go on video for example and bring that intention into this ceremony and watch how you shift inside. And when you come back out of the ceremony, you're different. Like, I know you're going to be different because when I started doing shamanic journeys 20 years ago, I worked with a therapist and I was on a, a tough breakup. I wanted to change. And I would come in every week with a, a different intention and walk out of there 
And I was a completely changed person, and that thing never came back around, which is so different than traditional therapy where you're talking about it, and then, then you've got to do another talking about it, and then you got to learn it in another way. It's a very complete shift. And, and so I love sharing this, this profound modality. I have in, in the second package, receiving great connections and growing your influence. So this does speak directly to being more visible and drawing to you the right people in your life. And corollary to that, another one, calling in your star supporters. This is a technique of using your heart energy to call the people to you who are most meant for to work with you and to be your team of supporters. And I have another one that I love, which is great for repeating, you know, at least a couple times a week. And it's a visit to the pool of imagination where your life, your ideal life is all the way around you in the 360 degree full technicolor, you know, full sensory experience. It's so important for us. I mentioned earlier that if we don't know how we define success, it's so much easier to get caught up in the overwhelm or caught up in the shiny object syndrome and not put our feet on the ground with building our business. You have to do it. I highly recommend, I'm sorry, I highly recommend and invite you to get really clear on your vision for your life and for your, for your business and so this visualization makes that a lot easier for you. And that's it. That's that that's a bunch of audios. I think there's seven altogether. Yeah. Yes, yeah. beautiful. That's really a great program and the vi- the visit to the pool of imagination, that is something that we do every day. That connection will get stronger and stronger. And then it will almost be lucid where we begin to see what we're envisioning. And it's amazing when we're able to do that and get into this place because the inspiration comes in such miraculous ways. It really is surrendering to our higher self. And this is a wonderful Mm -hmm. toolkit to help everyone get clear on your vision we know we are here to hold the new earth vision and this program that you offer octavia is really a great tool for us to make great great headway in that sense and get our new earth businesses on the road thank you i know many are are quite shy stepping up but at the same time we're really feeling it so uh, don't be shy. Come out, come out wherever you are. Light yeah. workers, way showers. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for that. Get really strong in your center and and be the person who has achieved the vision. When you change yourself inside to be the person who already has the vision achieved, everything outside just organizes around that center. There's the center again. Be who you are meant to be, and your life around you will organize around that. Mm-hmm. Yes, you'll see it. And it's fun, so enjoy the journey. That special offer from Octavia Brooks is available on the link that you're viewing and listening to this web show. Uh, it is also available at acoustichealth.com slash 
special offers slash Octavia. All right. Well, we have a question coming in. Our friend Randy has a question, and I'll let you feel into this, Octavia. He says, what about Tantra exchanging and moving energy, like moving Shakti and Kundalini as highly sensitive? Mm, great, great question. I love tantric practices. I've been practicing tantra for a long time myself. So one of the one of the key concepts here is the kundalini energy that you share with a partner. It's not just a sacred energy, it's also a divine energy and I believe that it has its own intelligence and consciousness to it, very similar to the earth energy and the universal energy. And and so I I think that there, uh, when I was regular with a, a tantric partner, we would we did this thing like, oh I've got some baggage I'm bringing it to our session today and oh I do too, and we would run the energy and all of that would get cleared up by virtue of the sacred holy nature of the kundalini energy that we were sharing with each other, mm-hmm. and so that being said. If you are practicing Tantra with somebody who is not at your level, either they're at a higher level or lower level, you might feel an impact from their energy. You might feel like you might need to clean out their energy because if, if, for example, if they're at a lower level, uh, lower vibrational frequency, you may end up being lifting them up while they're kind of pulling on you a little bit. So if you are in a tantric practice with somebody and you have these kinds of questions coming up, then I recommend running your kundalini circuits on your own after you complete that practice with the other person to bring yourself back into balance. These other, the the energy balancing tool that I'm offering today is also capable of doing that and bringing you back into balance but I definitely recommend running your own kundalini and and getting yourself charged back up. Okay, very interesting. Yeah, that topic right there is a whole new conversation. Yes, it is. There on our next visit together. Yes. Okay. okay. Well, Octavia, this has been a beautiful episode. I really loved that process. Eye of the storm. And I truly trust that everyone is really feeling the empowerment from that. As Mm. we say goodbye today, I'd like you to just uh, offer some insight, maybe on anything that we didn't get to, but really about the importance of now to truly step up and into this great way showership and service work. Well, we are in a world that can really use a lot of way showing and, and service ship. And I mentioned the concept of light workers. I recommend that we as sensitives step into the light worker role and choose that consciously by empowering our, our soul's nature to run through these nervous systems that we have. Because I believe that we, in that, in that role as a light worker, we are bringing such an important vibration wherever we go, wherever we go in the world, whatever we touch, whatever we do, 
And and so I'm inviting everyone here to consciously step into being a light worker and channeling light and love into the world. Yes, yeah, so beautiful. Your vibration is so needed at this time. And we thank everyone for stepping into that role and for mm-hmm. listening to this show today. Octavia Brooks, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this quantum conversation. Wow. I have really enjoyed being here, Lauren. I can't thank you enough for the invitation. It's it's just been a privilege, a very, very special time. Thank you. Oh, and thank you. Thanks for your tremendous work that you do and blessings. Thanks so much. May you be blessed as well. Namaste. And again, if you are ready to get clear on your vision and get empowered in your business, check out the special offer from Octavia Brooks. Again, it's available at AcousticHealth.com slash special offers slash Octavia. And as we say goodbye, it is time now to do a little dance and dance our way to the cosmic heart. So just have a little fun and put a little smile on your heart. Namaste. quantum conversation and thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart as we raise our own vibration we raise the vibration of the planet this show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love access all quantum conversations special offers from our guests and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. 
I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Namaste.